Welcome to our reality, everyone. I don't know why you're here, but I'm glad you are because tonight we are going to be going over the week two eviction for Big Brother 22, Big Brother All-Stars. It was not what we wanted, not even close to what we wanted. I, I, I assume everyone that is here live with us, um, it, it's not what you wanted. But, you know, we're going to go over it. We're going to grieve together a little bit. We're going to mourn together and we're going to complain together because we are live unlike tonight's big brother eviction we are live on air uh just to give a quick recap obviously this is going to be spoilerific but nicole anthony did go home on a 10 to 2 vote we'll get into that vote count because it's a little bit in more interesting than we thought it was going to be a little bit unexpected and then we had tyler crispin winning the hoh competition <sighs> this is just i, I don't I don't I, I don't know where to start because I know I, I know there are people on this podcast with me that want to begin at a certain point and maybe just get some emotions out before we really get into it. Um, but my name is Barrett. Uh, here with me, as always, is the lovely Rexy Hopman and Daniel Icon Brown. And I'm going to go to Daniel first. Uh, Daniel, give me your initial thoughts. I'm tired of this season and I hate every fucking person in that house. And I hope that they all go home and unanimous votes after Janelle goes so they can feel the fucking pain that they put Janelle through because I'm tired Daniel. of this fucking shit. Daniel. So we've had three F words uh, in the first minute and a half of this podcast. I think so that's... We just got demonetized. We just, we just we got demonetized already. I don't care. I really don't care. I hope Janelle means a lot to you, okay? Because... Well, she clearly does. <laughs> Uh, we we speculated that tonight's HOH might be a crapshoot, and we also speculated that uh, tonight's HOH might be a knockout comp, and we got neither of those things. And uh, But we did get an HOH that wasn't necessarily tailored to anyone, and they got to practice it last night. We went over that. Um, obviously, we have a lot to go over from this episode alone. We have finally some footage of Nicole, Anthony, and Janelle. Kind of this distrust going on. Well, I should say one-sided distrust that's going on. Um, and we got a few interesting DRs into the minds of people. And obviously, we have a rogue vote that was thrown that we need to go over. Uh, and the feeds right now are inactive. We're on kitten cam, so we don't know what they're filming, what they're doing right now. Uh, so I, I, I can't, I can't speculate on that possibly unless they just want to go ahead and do the safety suite and go it over with. That would be kind of dramatic. Uh, if there was anyone notable that still had the safety suite, like that we could root for or anything. Uh, but I don't even think we have that at this point. So, um, I guess Roxy, I should come to you now. What are your initial thoughts after this week two eviction? We have 14 all-stars left in the house. Listen, this is not the game that I wanted to see played. I, Janelle was so close and my head hurts from just the stress of that stupid crap shoot. Ugh. No, I just, I'm trying to remain hopeful. I don't have much hope. I don't have much hope, Barrett. I'm just so sad, but I mean, but I would like for this podcast to make some money, unlike Daniel. So <laughs> I'm going to keep it clean. But, uh, I mean, it is what it is. It's a game. And, and if the people I like go home, I'm still going to, I mean, I, I like the game. So yeah, well, we'll, I, we'll go on. And Thumb said in the chat, this season gives me season 19 vibes and it pisses me off. And I, you know, I feel the same way. It's very much season 19 in that. We're all going to talk trash about two people in the house uh, while this big alliance just kind of steamrolls. And with unless we had a Paul in the house to kind of be the ringleader and the person that everyone worships, I would say this is almost identical to season 19. Because right now it just feels like uh, 20 layers of frustration that I don't know if it's going to end anytime soon. Uh, but it could. There could be some shifts. And I'll stay hopeful that there could be some power shifts that will there make will this game be. a little bit more interesting. Because... Like there are people in this house that are starting to realize the dynamic and mm -hmm. even there will be power shifts. It's going to happen. It, I'm hopeful that it happens this week. And I understand that it's not fun to watch right now, but Nicole Anthony was even saying before the feeds went out today, she's sitting there and she's just kind of depleted with everyone because she's finally like, I don't know. It's like the gates opened up in her mind finally. And she's just like, there's this big alliance. They're going to pick you up one by one. 
and I'm going to be sitting at home and I'm going to be laughing at my TV because you're all too stupid to realize it. And it's like, why, where was this Nicole all week? You know, <laughs> I don't know where she was because if she would have brought that energy, the energy that we saw at the end of last night's episode where she's like, you know what? I'm just angry. I'm going to be ruthless. My mom told me to be ruthless, you know, uh, maybe things would have been different, but I don't know. She should have locked them in the closet. <laughs> remember when she said that before i forgot that that was a thing 21 or like she locked her parents downstairs in the basement or something she was cl- yeah her- she was closing the door and her mom said you're ruthless nicole you're ruthless yeah that's what she should have brought that with her <laughs> i just don't know what was happening with her yeah i don't know but either. whatever she's gonna go home and she'll be fine <laughs> she'll, she'll be, be fine yeah she'll be safe yeah uh, I mean, I think it's better for her, honestly, for her mental state. Bless at, it. At this point, yeah, we kept seeing two very different stages of Nicola. One that was very, I want to stay, you know, I hate Janelle and Kaser. <laughs> I mean, we saw I hate Janelle and Kaser 100% of the time, but it was either like a very forced, I'm going to go after them. You guys got to keep me in the house to do it. Or we would see just like a very defeated Nicole Anthony that was laying <laughs> on her bed and just being like, don't talk to me. You know, like there's two different stages of Nicole Anthony and she kind of alternated, but, um, almost like a sullen teenager. <laughs> she was in very large part, uh, which is interesting because Janelle and Kaser were trying to be kind of like the parent figures to a very, you know, sullen teenager, even though they are, and you know, they're referring to her as the kid and everything, which felt very mm-hmm. like Han Solo, Ray and Finn, uh, but like, uh, <laughs> which is a reference that only I care about probably, but I care. Okay. Roxy cares a little bit, uh, but it's interesting because Nicole Anthony was actually, older than Janelle and Kaser were when they first played, I believe. And I, people can fact check me on that, but I think I'm right. How old is Nicole Anthony? Uh, super old. Uh, no, not that old. Like 20. What? She's 24, I think. 24 or 25. One of those. Uh, they're around the same. I don't remember. Uh, they're around the same age. Either way, it's come full circle. But yeah. we should get <gasps> into the episode. Lee Hill. Lee Hill's done it again. Lee, I don't. I, <laughs> Lee. I'm, I'm gonna take credit for this one, guys. He feels bad that I just demonetized the video. Lee Hill just gave us a very generous super chat and said, "I gotta support this crew. They put so much time, and energy into this for us. Even if Daniel gets it demonetized in the first 30 seconds, thanks again. Thank you so much, Lee. We appreciate you uh, more than you know." Uh, and we appreciate everyone who has subscribed because I think as of right now we are about two subscribers away from hitting 4,000, which is. A pretty good monumental stepping stone, I would say. Uh, so if you aren't subscribed yeah, to the channel, um, I always encourage you to subscribe, especially if you want to be our 4,000th. That would be pretty darn cool. And also if you want to like this video, if you haven't yet, I didn't mention that at the beginning, but I feel like now is the perfect time to mention it. Thank you again, Lee. Uh, yes. Lee, you're so awesome. But I, I mean, I say it all the time. Lee, you really are. You're so awesome and we love you. Um, Leighton was saying earlier um at dinner she asked me how many subs that we had which i thought was kind of a weird question for her to just randomly ask but she did and i told her i think maybe she was watching youtube is why but um she goes y'all should do something exciting whenever you reach four thousand. and i was like we should so so let's see what's gonna I mean, happen we did pie each other in the face once for something i don't i don't, do I don't think there was any good reason behind it but no i don't, I don't even remember why i just know we did it i know that i got pied in the face but i mean we could do something well, i think we could we'll, we'll, we'll brainstorm how about that yeah my brain hurts too much right okay now, we'll okay. brainstorm when roxy's brain doesn't hurt we should jump into this episode though before i forget that that's what yeah. we do uh, so this episode begins obviously post veto ceremony. Uh, veto was not used. Nicole and David remain on the block, and Janelle is kind of coming to terms with, you know, knowing Memphis doesn't really want to play with them, or at least doesn't want to listen to them, or at least talk strategy that's like genuine strategy. And then on the other hand, we have Nicole Franzel who gives us DR where she's also pissed, and you know Memphis is thinking for himself, and you know Memphis is just kind of saying, you know, I don't care who goes. Uh, I just don't want to break a tie uh, if it comes down to that. So uh, obviously I think they planted that little DR just in case we did come to a tie vote, which was 
almost a scenario that may have happened as of last night for like two seconds. But then, and it gave us a little bit of hope. But then Davon and Christmas kind of ran off and we're just kind of like, this is what they're trying to do. They're trying to get a tie vote. And it's just ruined everything for us. Every, everything that we could be hopeful about in this game just gets ruined. And last night it got ruined by Davon and Christmas after Nicole was like, let's get everyone into a room. I want, if I really do have these votes, I'm tired of this, you know, going to everyone and them being like, you know, if you got the votes, if the votes are there, like if this person votes that way, yeah, that's perfectly fine. Um, but uh, so she finally gets everyone into a room as Roxy's cats are tearing apart her house. Uh, <laughs> and she says, this is what we should do. Uh, and they're all like, yeah, we could kind of, we could probably do that. Maybe who knows? We should, we'll talk about it. And then they, Davon and Christmas leave and, you know, just rat on everything that happened in that conversation and it's just okay i see i see we're never going to get anywhere in this game and what then again we knew we were never going to get anywhere with christmas because this is exactly uh <laughs> the frustration that we felt with christmas all through season 19 so i don't that aside from that um we knew going into this that there was a 98 percent chance that nicole was going to go home and that was kind of how it was the entire week so we have this segment where nicole pitches to davon and me and Daniel talked about this a lot last night where Devon kind of gives her reasoning as to why she wants to vote to keep David because she feels it's like kind of an obligation. And, you know, we've only had one African-American male since season 10 uh, who's even made it to Jerry. And so she feels this kind of dilemma about, you know, trying to, as Nicole Anthony put it, making a decision with her heart. And as Nicole would say, it, making a decision with her brain because she feels like she can help Davon more in this game. Uh, obviously, we saw Davon vote out Nicole tonight, as did nine other people. Um, should we should we talk about this vote a little bit? Because I th there's not much I want to get wanna, into. Yeah, I want to talk about the Enzo vote. OK, that was unexpected. texted me. The second Enzo voted, my phone's like, ding, and it's Barrett. I'm like, oh, my God. I just, and it I was, just don't even know. And it was very early on. He was the second, per, or the second or third person to vote at that point, along with Kevin, who was the only other Nicole vote, I believe. No, Kevin hadn't voted yet. I think Enzo was second or third in the voting order. Someone can correct me. But that just came out of nowhere. And I was, at first I was just thinking, oh my God, what happened while the feeds were down? But then I was just thinking, oh, it's just Enzo playing the game. And so I think Enzo's bored a little bit and he knows that this can spice things up. Uh, and maybe he can even plant someone as possibly the instigator of this rogue vote. But Daniel, I haven't heard from you in a while. What do you think about Enzo's rogue vote? I mean, if... I don't know. It depends on what he's going to do with it. Um, really hope he's not going to try and just dig Janelle's grave even further than it already is. I feel like that's pointless. And if it's for that reason, um, I think it's stupid. But maybe he has his eyes on someone else, which I'd like to see. Sorry, I just want to apologize to the chat. <laughs> I'm not really in the best mood right now. <laughs> and when I get annoyed, I like just sit with a stink face so that's gonna be like 80 percent of me this podcast the cast janelacy has given daniel a case of depression it's okay we we understand right. we get it uh that that just shows your passion for the game daniel don't let don't don't let the chat tell you otherwise you know mm -hmm. okay i guess <laughs> in any case we do have Enzo and Kevin being the sole votes for Nicole. Obviously, we knew Kevin was going to be that for sure vote uh, for Nicole to stay. But the other people that we thought might vote for Nicole were going to be the Janelle and Kaser. So when Enzo goes ahead and throws out that vote, you know, I kind of immediately started thinking, okay, well, that's, you know, you have Kevin and now you have Enzo and then you're going to get Janelle and then you're going to get Kaser. So that's that's four votes right there. What if they really did flip Ian in the process? And what if they got Davon and Bailey like in the time that the feeds were down? Of course, my mind was going to like the very extremes of like what could possibly happen. But realistically, I was like, nah, it's probably just Enzo, you know, throwing out a vote just for the sake of throwing out a vote. And so I'm interested to see if people talk about that vote a lot this week and if it's a point people want to bring up. But Roxy? Well, I was going to say, but do you honestly think Enzo had a... I mean, I obviously he had a plan of throwing a hanky vote, but 
do you think he's got a plan on who he wants to pin it on? Or is he going to kind of wait and see where the house kind of organically goes um, with their thought process and then just be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think that's what it is. Like, does he have someone in mind? Or is he just gonna like let it organically happen? It depends because, because I feel like that's people could look be at Janelle or Pacer if it's organic. Yeah, it, like the thing is, I don't know how the house is gonna look at two votes because I don't know if Enzo was expecting Janelle and Kaser to still vote for Nicole to stay. Like, I think this would be very different if there were, you know, if there ended up being uh, four votes for Nicole, and then I think Enzo may have an opportunity to kind of put blame on someone. <laughs> <laughs> What happened? There's a serious cat fight going on between the big cat and the tiny cat. Well, it's and better. I'm... It's better your cats are fighting in your house right now than your children. So I was afraid for a second that one of your children was fighting your cats, but it would have been uh, not as fun scenario. Actually, a little bit more fun scenario. Maybe. Well, I just almost died right now. Nothing what? like a big fat cat sliding across the table towards you. Death by big fat cat. <laughs> she is very fat. I'm so sorry that it scared me so bad. No, you're fine. Uh, Just wrapping up this rogue vote talk. uh, I I do think Enzo's vote would be a a little bit different if Janelle and Kaser had also voted for Nicole to stay. But without them voting and Nicole only having two votes, I don't know if people automatically think, oh, one of Janelle and Kaser may have voted for Nicole. Maybe Kevin did not vote for Nicole. I don't know. There's a lot of ways they could spin it now, as opposed to if there was four votes or even five votes for Nicole to stay. So I don't know if it'll pan out to be anything. Wait a minute. Someone in the chat said, apparently Tyler's score was wrong. Tyler got 11 and Janelle got a better time than him. Is this T? No. What? Well, they're saying, listen, it was pre-taped. If they were going to do anything about it, they would have before now, right? Um, But people are saying that he had his buzzer before it stopped moving, which... I mean, this is a technicality, and maybe. I mean, I hope they do change it. I hope that they pre-recorded it and they didn't catch it or thought that we wouldn't like get real CBS. Uh, Big Brother oh, Twitter. Oh hell no! Everyone, go to Twitter right now and scream at the top of your lungs. Okay. At Grodner, at CBS. If he hit the time, if he hit his buzzer as it was on a lower number, that should be it. Was that part of the rules? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I say that, but I'm, I, to be honest, I'm not 100% certain on that, but I think so, yeah. So, I mean, I saw all of the people saying this, and I did see earlier in chat where somebody said that um, as well. I've seen it all, all over Twitter that they're saying that, but my initial thought is, I mean, it's pre-taped. Like, but what if... But Twitter if could CBS, be responsible for uh, yeah, a little bit of, you know, maybe them double-checking it, like, you know? I mean, you can't tell me that they want that they, you know, want Janelle Arcaser to go home. Like, if it could save them, I would think that they would go back and be like, "Wait a minute, how funny would that be, though?" Because it's pre-taped and it would be hours later, hours. Like they've already done all of the have not picking and all. Like that, I do think that'd be funny if that happened. But I, I like. That's such a dream fanfic scenario at this point. I don't know if that could actually happen. I would need to go watch everyone else's times again, or at least see when they hit the buzzer. Because right now, I don't know. Like, I, it's not easy for me to just go back and us have review the tape a little bit. But that'd be interesting mm-hmm. if they did go back and just kind of double check when, what score they were at when they hit the buzzer. Because if that's the case, because I know Janelle hit her buzzer while her last one was still going. So it could be both of them uh having different scores yeah, than what's it registered affect, it could affect her as well that's just a- actually a good point um and i didn't even notice this but damon in chat said that nicole wasn't she wasn't facing the front whenever you know how they made everybody's are like or not they but julie joking julie was like uh turn around turn around like <laughs> Heaven forbid you turn your head, but <laughs> apparently Franny was not turned around the way she should have been, and nobody said anything to her. Well, I didn't she notice shouldn't be that, able to compete but... in the next at least I don't know five HOHs. I think that's an okay punishment for her. I think that's reasonable, think so. right? She gets like six penalty votes every week. Yes, and absolutely. Yeah. 
slop for the remainder of the summer. I think every vote that no one specified was for Nicole A tonight should automatically be for Nicole F uh, going forward. Yes. So I agree. I concur. Roxy, can you move over to like your left a little bit? Yeah, there you go. Okay, perfect. Uh, <laughs> I just know people in the chat eventually gripe at Daniel sometimes, but it's mostly my fault because I just don't crop him right. So I was just... Well, I think I moved whenever the cat attack occurred. I think you did. The cat attack. The attack. Yes. It was a very frightening, very frightening. <laughs> I'm okay. For those wondering, I am okay. Well, okay. So the thing is, if, if, we're, if we ended this podcast with, you know... CBS changing the outcome of the HOH competition. I won't complain about it. Uh, but until that happens, I guess we'll just keep talking about the episode. But listen, I'm a little bit antsy now that this has been brought up because now I'm like, interesting. Last All Stars, we got a redo for the HOH. We did, actually. It did. And then Janelle won it. Yes. History repeats itself. Time is a circle. <gasps> what? chat <laughs> this could happen let's Put hope it so it into existence right now that's right that's right oh my yes <laughs> daniel i forgot about that that happened yes okay moving on moving on uh going back to the episode we finally get to see this uh guys alliance uh, that does not exist but they kind of omitted the part that it does not exist in tonight's episode so i'm sure a few of the casuals were probably a little bit confused uh as to why david is suddenly in a guys alliance because we did not get a dr that confirmed that david is in a guys alliance uh, or him saying that i'm not in a guys alliance and i misspoke we just had caser approaching davon saying i think there's this guys alliance and davon going to david and saying i think you're in a guys alliance and him saying you caught me it's just a safeguard though like i just got safeguards and also you should stop campaigning for me to say or for me to stay okay bye like that was basically david's game this week uh, but the, me and Daniel talked about this at length last night, Roxy, about how mm -hmm. David isn't in a guy's alliance <laughs> and I he know. thought he and was. Even, well, and I, listen, I was in chat last night, but I had it, it muted because, well, my kid was sick. It was the whole thing. My kid was sick. And, um, so I was trying to pay attention to uh, several things at once. We had to go, we had to go do the COVID test for the second time in a month. But anyway, she's negative again. Um, so I, so I didn't get to hear all of, all of your talk about that. Um, but I think that, you know, when David talked to Enzo and he was like, can I have your vote? And Enzo was like, yeah, I mean, we're like, in a, we're aligned. I think in David's mind, I think he like somehow he created this whole situation in his own mind that he's in this alliance and he's not. <laughs> But he yes. inadvertently created an alliance that is without him yeah. because he said he was in an alliance, which is exactly. Wait, why Plot else? Would, why else would the feeds be on cats right now? Like they could be doing safety this... suite immediately. I mean, no. I mean, listen, it, it, this they're asking in chat actually if this is normal, and I said no, it's not. But. It also has happened before. Don't ask me for specifics. I can't tell you when, but it has. It just isn't how it normally works. Of course, we also don't normally have pre-taped ones, so that really makes it a little suspect. The fact that mm -hmm. it was taped hours ago and it, the feeds are down. So, Well, I also want to say I just like looked at the footage Janelle did hit her buzzer before it stopped sliding, her last one. However, it was still in the same number, so it was within okay, the wedge. Thank you for that. There you go. Thank you, Daniel. And so and so when Tyler hit his buzzer, have you looked at that again? No. Okay. <laughs> no, because he only cared about Janelle. Just so we know, Janelle did the you right know. thing, and we should just assume without looking at the footage that Tyler lost. I think we should just do that. How about that, Grodner? How about we just say... That it was it was a little bit different. Um, yeah, but the fact is, that the feeds are off right now after everyone's freaking out. Online. It's a little bit exciting. I mean, I, I'm a little bit excited. And of course, and of course, Wait, I think the people that are pro what does on the west on on the eviction nights. Well, 
See, I don't know how to answer this because so in chat, Lee Hill says, could they be waiting for the West Coast to air? Okay, so normally on eviction nights, they're not pre-taped, they're live, and we all see it at the same time. Correct. Correct? Yes. Yeah, even the West Coast. Well, actually, I don't know. The West Coast or, might get a little bit later. See, that's that's my question. How does that work? Because I think on live eviction nights that it is live also on the West Coast. Yes, no? Somebody, uh, wait, Caitlin, Caitlin, you're on the West Coast. You tell us. <laughs> Inform right? us, it, being a West Coast person, please. I'm pretty certain Caitlin lives in California, right? I, I don't know. I really don't know. But we can we can keep, uh, well, okay. Uh, so I see people analyzing the footage again, and it says that Tyler's score was still twelve once he it hit won. his buzzer. Uh, so I don't. I I'm gonna go ahead and completely omit that this is why. Uh, oh, okay. The feeds are down. So Nick says it's not live for the West Coast when it's live for us. Okay um yeah i don't know we'll just we'll we'll just keep hoping and praying that there's something weird going on uh but i don't that think sucks. there's any i know that how terrible they're in california and california can't even see it in real time that sucks for y'all i'm so sorry you could just laugh <laughs> <laughs> but they do have the power to take a megaphone and yell into the backyard which i think balances out in some form that's true. That's the kind of power I want because I would yell some things. <laughs> Daniel would just stand over the fence and curse. Dan yeah, would Daniel would demonetize Big Brother so fast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and move on uh, and get away from crazy fan theories right now, if that's okay. I'd love to. All right. Um. So we do have this going back to the guys' alliance. Um. We have David just doing the worst campaigning, and we talked about this yesterday. His little campaign trail, which was not a very good campaign trail, and you got a little bit of a hint of it with you know him telling Davon to like stop campaigning so hard for me to stay. People are going to think we're an alliance, and they're going to put us up. And then he goes to yeah, Bailey, and, and I'm in a boys' alliance, not one with you, Davon. You're a girl. I can't be in a girls' alliance. I'm a guy. Uh, yeah, which is not what he, he said. I should reiterate that. But listen. David may not know what's going on in this game. He does not. We can confirm that. Yeah. He is very pretty. <laughs> He's very good looking. His eyes are just beautiful. So he can be, I mean, and also he read a book on emotional in intelligence. Is that what he keeps saying? Yes. Emotional something. Nicole Franzel Listen. read the same book, did not learn anything, she said, because she already knew everything. And continue. I... <laughs> I heard, I heard that as well. And I was like, mm, someone needs to reread that book. But anyway, um, I'm just saying it, it, his, his campaigning did more damage to him than good. Like the only, he, he didn't really do anything to save himself. He's, he's safe because other people did it for him, but he's very, very pretty. <laughs> So there's that. That's your pro for David's game is that he is pretty. So thank you for that. I don't time. mind him being in there. He's pretty. <laughs> All right. That's that's David's big plus in the game of Big Brother All-Stars is that he's pretty. Go, David. Um, but uh, that's when Davon goes back to Bailey and she's like, I'm, I'm kind of reconsidering this whole keeping David thing. He does nothing for my game. In fact, I think he wouldn't care if I was even nominated at this point. Uh, <laughs> even though I think David would care, he just can't do anything about it. I don't think he has any say in whatever, whatever alliance that he thinks he's in or may not be in. I don't think he has any say whatsoever into who goes home and anything. So, mm -hmm. uh, I think Davon's very on point with, he contributes nothing to me because I don't think David really contributes anything to anyone at this point. Uh, but I digress. Well, he's pretty. And I, listen, I feel so terrible um, for uh, Davon and that position that she was in. And I mean, she was so conflicted um, about what to do because, you know, she has, um, 
she was well like nicole anthony said it you know heart decision versus game decision and and for her it's so much more than that and i could just really see her the struggle that davon had with trying to figure out you know what to do because it means something so much more and so different for her um and i just i hated seeing her struggle with that and it made me sad for her i love her yeah, you you weren't here last night to really, but me and Daniel did kind of bring that up again, and it was just like, we 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 can't even imagine what kind of moral dilemma that that would be for mm-hmm. Davon, and so it's like at the same time, it, we we can't judge her decision in the game based on that because we don't understand mm-hmm. how no. troubling that probably was on her psyche, and so I'm I'm not gonna sit here and judge that decision, uh, so yeah, that that's basically all I had to say on it, but. Um, feel how you want, I guess. Um, moving on from that. So, okay. We, we finally get to see a little bit of this Nicole and Janelle and Kaser kind of, uh, tension. Uh, we've already compared it to the parents and the, the soul and teenager. And that's kind of how it felt watching it on the feeds. Uh, we, we get to see Nicole kind of just being like, you know, they hang out with Memphis they go and talk to Memphis. They go hang out with Memphis all the time. Suddenly I'm on the block. They say that they're doing something. Memphis wins the veto. They say they're trying to get me off the block and then I stay on the block. And now I just don't like, how am I supposed to look at it? Which I think is valid. And between all of that, you have Kevin going to Nicole and being like, Janelle and Kaser are doing this and they're doing that. And that's the person that Nicole trusts the most. So of course she's going to be like, I don't know how much I can put stock into my game with Janelle and Kaser. And, and meanwhile, you have everyone else who's also saying the same thing about Janelle and Kaser, and, which is Janelle-y that we've talked about in the past two or three podcasts. Uh, so um, we finally get to see it kind of play out. And this was mostly last night uh, with Janelle and Nicole talking on the bed. And Nicole kind of says, you know, do I, can I do you, can I trust you? Can I not trust you? Like, I, I don't know at this. I, I don't know at this point. And meanwhile, Janelle is just like you know, applying uh, whatever she's just rubbing on her arm. She's like, Nicole, I'm really trying. <laughs> it, <laughs> Nicole's like, it doesn't feel like it. You're not trying hard enough. Yeah. Horse shit. And then yeah. she just, Janelle's like, so okay, cool. see ya. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just moisturizing over here and you're acting like a child. Right. And then we cut to Janelle yeah. crying about it, which is actually two days earlier. I'm pretty sure it's either a day <laughs> earlier or two days earlier yeah. that she cried. Uh, so they tried to make that work in the storyline of everything, but, uh, they kind of threw it off a loop for a little bit, but we well, find I mean, that's CBS for you. Everything is this and that CBS edit is so out of order. It like the further into the season you get, the more out of whack, um, the edit becomes, <laughs> it's like, they, well, I mean, it's like last year they, they played cat in the shower making a unicorn shampoo head thing, and it happened like three weeks prior. What would you throw in that in this episode for? <laughs> like, CBS, you were low on some footage this week, I guess. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm just glad we finally got to see a little bit of what we're like more of the storylines that we're seeing on the feeds play out because last night's edit, and me and Daniel have talked about this at length, was just awful like <laughs> we got no hint about everyone just oh, trying formulating like some sort of thing against janelle uh it was pretty much just nicole franzel being like janelle wants me on the blog and i don't know why like what have i done to her <laughs> that was it like the that's victim. not what's happening what yeah. why did she get that edit and and also i don't know if y'all discuss this but the atrocity of the sleeveless denim shirt Memphis, I can't. I like his. I liked his denim, denim vest. No. Mm-mm. Can we all wear denim vests in the next podcast? I will she never. Nice you arm. cannot make me. It was horrible. Horrible. Fine. I hated it. Fine. Um. I mean, you can wear one if you want, and I'll meet you at the honky tonk later and get your cowboy hat. But I mean. Doesn't surprise me that Daniel likes it. He does have a cowboy hat that he wears backwards. So there's that. <laughs> Nicole did have a, a few choice words at Memphis during her speech, which I thought was a very good speech um, of this year. Best speech by far, uh, which is not saying much, but I thought it was, <laughs> it was good to mention uh, that she did kind of call out Memphis for, 
you know, being the big strong guy and taking out Nicole Anthony, which is like what we're all thinking. I think I, I should I go ahead and play that. Well, I mean, I understand. Look, I, I, I understand Memphis's wish for neutrality on his part, but once again, this is just like the safety suite. Once again, he has the idea of it is good. The execution terrible. So he had like staying neutral and not revealing which side you're on. Fine, but he the way he did it, awful. Right. Awful. No, I and I I agree to a certain extent that sentiment because I think I I feel like he could have easily made waves with people, but I still think that before he gets targeted, there are going to be other people that go after each other. And I feel mm -hmm. like he could easily fall into that middle ground again. I don't think he treated his alliance well at all, obviously. No, I hope that this week that Tyler or Janelle, if things go our way, um, I hope whoever it ends up in that HOH room, probably Tyler, um, I hope that he doesn't listen to a single thing. I, I, I don't even want him to take a meeting with Memphis at all. And if he does, I want him to just be so vague and nonchalant and right. be like, eh, I don't know. You know what? We don't even have to talk again until yeah. like next week. So. I haven't really made my decision yet. I'm just, you know, I'm telling everyone to play in the safety suite while they can. Yeah. And... <laughs> Which Please. I Oh, I do that. I feel like this week is only going to get worse because I, I feel like Memphis is going to play in that safety suite and win it at the same time. Uh, Save the Nile Challenge. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, well, maybe. Actually, no, he wouldn't. I don't think he would do that. I don't know. I am hopeful. Like, Tyler was so furious um, that Memphis treated David so poorly. Um, both with have not speech and nomination speech. And he just, he, he was just old, get off my long grandpa all week anyway. Yeah. And, and walking around in his sleeveless denim shirt, who does he think he is? Um, and so I really hope that Tyler is so furious with him still. Cause he was pissed in the pantry when he was talking to David pissed in the and pantry, sorry, pissed in the pantry. It's a song. Good. <laughs> I really would like to see some sort of a backdoor plan in motion, like get rid of Memphis. I don't, I mean, that's like far-fetched, but it's my hope and yeah. I'm holding on to it. That's I think it, hope. I think the very least will, do we know if David picked Memphis as a have not? Uh, do we know that? I'm sure he did. Like surely, right? I don't know. I haven't. Um, I, the I have not are Janelle, Christmas and day. Only three. Yeah. Is there has there only been three? Well, Nicole. No, there's was, been four. Uh, was Nicole? I have not no. No, she was the and first week. Mm -mm. Not this week. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I read only three names. Maybe the updater oh. that I read was wrong. Hopefully, Memphis is the fourth. But he may, maybe we just don't know because he's already asleep because he's eighty years old. He's somewhere wrapped in a blanket. Eighty? He's not that young. He's like a hundred and two. Come on. <laughs> sorry, Here, sorry, sorry. I'm gonna be like so optimistic. Are you ready for like me like not being negative, Nancy? I would love you to. Not I don't be think I'll know what to do with myself if you're not okay, negative. Look, here's the dream scenario this week. Okay, Tyler has voiced concerns for Danny, uh, basically the whole game. Um, Memphis, he also doesn't like. So here's what. I'm saying Bailey has a really good connection with Janelle and Kaser. I mean, and by really good, I mean <laughs> pregame alliance. Yes. Not only that, but average on the better end of average at best. They all, I feel like they all still just like have a dislike. Yep. But anyways, Christmas was a have not last week. week. No, she was, she was not a have not this week. She was a have not week one. No, no, you're right. You're right. She won the 5k. Okay, anyway, um, I think what I read actually is that Christmas Day and Janelle were moving stuff out of the have not room. So maybe like I, I remember that now. But anyways, so Bailey has this connection with uh, Tyler and also with Janelle. I'm hoping Bailey can work some of her magic, possibly convince Tyler or not even convince, open, let him see the light that Janelle and Kaysa are on the bottom of the house. It doesn't make sense to take a shot there encourage them to come together somehow and take a shot at Danny and Memphis. Imagine how open that game would be. 
after that move. That that would break the house in a million pieces, which I would love, but it's so far out there that I could never see it happening. I don't even, I don't know. Because I, as much as I would love, like, I just don't think Tyler has a good enough reason to go after either one of them. Like, he has way more reasons to go after Memphis than he would for Danny right now. As much as I yeah, want I someone to go after Danny, because... Well, I would not like to see that, but um, if Danny's on the block, she's not going home anyway. Right. They won't have the votes to send her home. It's not happening. No. I mean, Memphis would easily, because it would be yeah, the alliance choosing between two home. people at that point. And <laughs> yeah, you know Please, exactly. It's fine with me. Send Grandpa home. That's fine. But he's not going to put Danny on the block because she's not going to go home. And if she doesn't go home, you don't want her in the house after you just put her on the block. Mm-mm. But if you That's want Memphis gone, you got to put someone up that will assure that he goes home. This is a look. This is a cast that's gonna vote however the HOH says. So if that's his target, that's who goes home. And Tyler is savvy, game savvy enough that if he wants Memphis gone, it's not gonna be an an issue. He'll he'll make it happen. Um, I mean that's such wishful thinking. I hope that that's what happens i would love to see it but convincing franny that that's the move will be an issue yeah i don't know obviously tonight we'll see more of where tyler's head's at but i mean right off the bat we have to assume janelle and case are going to be the two people that are going to be the what all of his alliance members are going to throw at him uh, which so is, like 42 people are going to be up there. Exactly. My next hope, I think even more realistic, is that Memphis wins the safety suite. And because his alliance saved his target on his HOH, how about Memphis saves their target? <laughs> that would be burning Memphis's game into the ground. But I would love to see it. I just don't. The thing is, I don't know who Memphis's friends are in the house besides... Like, I mean, obviously Janelle and Kaser are his friends somewhat, and obviously he's good with Cody enough, but I don't feel like he wants to reveal his cards. So, I mean, that's the possibility. I feel like may, or maybe he'll pick someone in the middle again. Maybe wouldn't that be a wild card if he also just picked Ian as the no, <laughs> as the not. safety pick for his second week in a row? Well, it kind of honestly, like it would make sense. I mean, Memphis. I don't, it wouldn't though. Picked, I don't think. No, it would like that he would pick Janelle because I feel like out of everyone outside of his alliance, he's the closest with Janelle. I right. mean, who else is he closest with? Well, so, if you go back, if you go back to his, um, uh, HOH hot seat on his Twitter, uh, where they ask him all the questions, uh, they asked him, who are you surprised to have liked the most? And he was like, he really had to think about that one. Cause I don't think he really enjoys everyone. Uh, but or anyone or any, or life even most of the time. But he was like, uh, you know, you know, I like Bailey a lot. Like me and Bailey clicked a lot more than I thought, which is like that's weird. Uh, I did not expect He's that answer. Too cold to answer questions. <laughs> he goes like Bailey. Actually, you're right. He might pick Bailey if he really wants to go I mean, for a wild, like just a not. If he really wants to stay away from his alliance and not cause a ruckus, I think he would pick probably Bailey. Which is weird to think that he would pick Bailey, but ah, it just I don't know where I mean, his head's they're, at. They're if we knew where his head slow. was at ever, I don't know. They have good conversation, and Bailey was, like, happy that he went HOH last week and was one of the only people who wasn't, like, constantly shitting on him. They did have kind of that they, – they were they did have kind of the outlier of the talks in the HOH room. I kind of forgot about this, where Memphis was kind of like, if I save you one week, will you save me for one week? Is that, is that like, a deal we can make? And I totally forgot that that happened because that feels like forever ago. But that was and, something that happened before the safety suite comp. Right. Memphis was – only told very, very few people that they were safe, and it was Cody and Bailey. Like, so okay, we could see something there. I don't uh, know. So that's something to look for, definitely. Um, I uh, do know that. Sorry to cut you off, Barrett, but I do go. know that uh, Davon and Bailey, if Janelle or Kaser does go home this week, they are in serious danger uh, in the next coming weeks. Um especially Davon more so than Bailey but I mean and I just don't think Davon realizes like how much trouble she's in because she's made such a mess and hasn't cleaned it up 
and doesn't feel like there is a mess to clean up, I guess. So Janelle goes home this week. She has to, like, she needs to realize that, oh my God, if this happens, like, I mean, do people not think about that in the house? Like, if these two people who are being ostracized, I mean, it happens almost every season, it feels like. There's one or two people that are, like, pinned as, like, the root of all evil. What happens when they go home? Who's next? And how do you know who's next? Like, is that not a huge fear in these people's heads? Well, I feel like, like most of the house right now views those four people uh, that Janelle called out as working together. And we have Danny, Cody, Tyler, uh, and Nicole Franzel. I guess we can just say Nicole now. Oh my gosh, we can just say one Nicole. We don't have to say Franny She's, anymore. No. She's, She's Franny. Franny. Okay, right. fine. We'll say it. Uh, so, like, I, I feel like to Devon and Bailey, those are the four that they genuinely have to worry about. And they see Janelle and Kaser as the easy two targets, but I think that they think that other people are going to associate Memphis right along with them, and that might be a third option for people. And now they're in this slick six alliance, which unbeknownst to them was only formed so that they could confirm their votes uh, were to get Nicole Anthony out this week. And so you're right in that they don't realize how much of a mess that they're in, especially Davon. They like Davon is not even close to figuring out that Cody's, you know, upstairs just being like, you know, after Janelle and Case or like Davon and Bailey, I feel like are the next like I, I see them as like the next two that I can't trust anymore. Like, they don't realize that. And so I, I, I want them to wake up a little bit, but I feel like they're going to have a hard time doing it because I feel like Davon thinks that she is in a way better position than she actually is, which is kind of like, are we going to see the fall of Davon for the third time <laughs> like already? And I don't want it to happen. But at the same time, it's like there's only so much that other people can do in this house to try to help Davon, and she's just not really... I, I feel like this should be easy enough for Devon to see because she's so close to that group. But I don't know. It's frustrating to watch for sure. Especially after everything, you know, and you mentioned it last night, Daniel, when she goes up to the camera and she's just like, I've caught her. Janelle's not going to lie to me anymore. Like, she, but we're just like, where, where did that come from? Why is that what you like? What has Janelle done to you? No, Devon, see the light. Please go back to talking about Franny in the DR. Please. Uh, but she has the best DRs of the season. <sighs> it's true. I mean, her DRs are great. I think Brittany Haynes has, I mean, not, I don't think, I know Brittany Haynes has the best DRs ever, but Davon's are fantastic. She never mm. disappoints me in the DR. She, but does she, she, does she disappoint you in the game? <laughs> Often. <laughs> Often. Um, but never in life. I absolutely adore her in in life for sure. I just Davon has these glimpses of genius within the confines of the game, and then just like poof, they like dissipate, and I'm like, "What? You just had it." It's like you know how sometimes they. Uh, what's this? Oh, oh, like a like if a saying is like on the tip of your tongue, you know, mm -hmm. it's almost like um, good gameplay is like right at the recesses of of what the essence of Davon. Yeah. It's like she'll like pick out this one thread and it's spot on genius, and you're like, yes, go with that, and then all of a sudden, it's like, wait don't turn left here. Keep going straight. You were on the right track. And she's like, no, nah, I'm going to go over here now. And you're like, again, Devon. And that's her game. And it is frustrating to watch because I really like her. But I, I still just maintain hope no matter what. Every, every single time I'm like, maybe this time she's going to do better. I feel like maintaining hope is the the hardest thing to do in watching any of the more recent Big Brother seasons because it's just you lose it so quick and you're like surely I won't ever have this kind of hope again. But then the next week rolls around and you're like maybe just maybe I can hope for this and then it doesn't happen again. And you're mm -hmm. like well maybe next week uh, it will maybe. happen and then it doesn't. Well, maybe then... <laughs> yeah. Uh, Damon and Chad has lost his mind. <sighs> he says. Cody is the most entertaining in the DR. <laughs> you have lost your mind, David. Get out. What? 
What? Damon. The only Cody DR we even had tonight was that BS moment where he was like, maybe keeping Nicole would be a good idea. Where they just have to use it in the episode to show that it's not going to nah. be a clear-cut vote. That was Cody's only purpose tonight. Uh, Wait, when's the last time Christmas had a DR? Uh, the third mm -hmm. episode, Like I the last season she was on. Yeah. I'm just kidding. She was in the DR tonight when she voted, so there was that. There you go. You can count that. Uh, but... I, uh, I, the only other thing that we haven't really talked about from this episode, we really haven't gone into the HOH much because uh, <laughs> I don't know how much we want to touch on the HOH. I, I don't want to talk about it. I really don't. <laughs> um, I was so... <sighs> Listen, uh, first of all, I don't know how they did the order, but having Janelle and Kaser at the end um, was great because I spent the whole time just like, I mean, it was like I was watching, like, the freaking Super Bowl or something in my living room. My family probably thinks I'm a wackadoodle because they don't watch this show. And I'm in there like, yes, oh, my God, no, too far, stop, hit the buzzer. <laughs> like, this is me when I'm watching it all by myself in the living room. And I, I was, it was so stressful for me to watch, and it was just a crap shoot. Not really it was a crap, crap shoot. shoot. I mean, there, listen. It's a crapshoot because there's like this much. I mean, it's kind of like shuffleboard. It's there's like only mm. this much like actual talent, but like, or skill well, involved. I don't. I don't. I disagree because their crapshoots yeah. are literally just roll a ball and then it'll end up in a number. Whereas with this one, it's I mean, like true. you needed some finesse. You need to keep it straight. Like that was the only way you could win. There was some skill involved. I'll give people this some much. This. I prefer much. this. I prefer this over grueling endurances made for built buff men so what endurance is made for a built buff man i mean like the last veto uh oh yes that that was last veto. yes that's true that one yes i'm sorry i'm thinking like wall comps and and oh no you know, i'm talking more I'm so like, like just this shift to more physical competitions that favor the same type of people time and time again and the reason that you should just get rid of those completely is because guess what even those annoying men still win these kind of hohs too so it really is annoying when there's no power shifts i know oh my gosh i desperately wanted a power shift and i'm gonna tell you like on janelle's run the i was going like nuts in the living room after the first two uh little beer tosses whatever i don't know the, they're mug it. shots is that yeah. is, is what it was okay. referred to well listen i was just like oh my god she's gonna do it she's gonna do it and then it's like wah, wah. and i'm like uh. i thought she had it too it was the biggest tease ever. it came down to the last mug that she threw yeah and then caser just immediately blew it but <laughs> oh, that was horrible Imagine he just takes it and, like, chucks the rest of his mugs. That would have been cool. I would have been fine with it. But I, I, I feel like people are overlooking the fact that I I think Prod definitely was hoping. I mean, obviously, I think they want a case or a Janelle HOH. Like, that's that's peak mm -hmm. what production would want. Um, yeah. And, and they do not want them going home. And I'm sure putting them as the last two in this comp was, one, for a big suspense, but two probably a little bit subliminally so they could watch everyone else compete but i that's just me saying it uh because you don't want to be the first person random. to go what it was completely random it, yeah whatever yeah sure it was <laughs> um but no they they definitely were kind of like what if we just put janelle and Kaser at the end so they can watch everyone else compete and see how much like you know, oomph to really have to put on these mugs because going first in that competition is much like going first in the the first HOH that we had. It's just if you're going first in that one, you're you're not gonna win. Uh, so that it was frustrating to watch, and I can go ahead and read off the scores. Uh, so we had Tyler with eleven, Janelle or blah, 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 sorry, oops. Uh, we think Tyler had eleven. Tyler with twelve actually. Janelle had eleven. Ian with ten. Franny with nine, Enzo with eight, Christmas with eight, Bailey and Davon with seven, 
Oh, and Kevin with seven. David with six. Kaser with five. Cody with four. And Danny with four. <sighs> um, it was looking I, so good, too. Like, that first, like, half of it, I'm like, oh, my God, these people are doing so bad. Yeah, you had Enzo in the lead for a while, and then Ian took over that, and then Tyler came up with his 12 right before Janelle and Kaser had to go, pretty much. Uh, and it was... <laughs> It was I, like I, I was doing the same thing as Roxy was doing. I was just kind of on the edge, just going, go, please. No, stop. No, go. No, hit the buzzer. No. But <laughs> <laughs> and David forgot to hit the buzzer. David. He can't follow Get your together. David can't so play this game. You know, stop it. Stop giving him that excuse. He what is. was it about? Um, didn't Julie say in the beginning something about being the slowest out of everyone? Um, or did I like hear wrong? I don't know. I feel like she said something about if you're the slowest out of everyone, something about I have not, maybe. I don't know. I did not. Uh, I'd have know. to go watch that again. It was see, that's this tough thing with these live episodes is I'm like, did she like I probably missed 50 things that I'm not ever gonna bring up in this, but she might have mm -hmm. said something like that. I don't know. Chat can help you out, probably. They they're, they're they usually I'm are probably good wrong with that. I don't know. But the only other thing we haven't gone over from this episode was kind of Nicole's uh, talk with Julie, where Julie was like, I don't understand your gameplay, <laughs> which is like all of us, uh, which is great to see that kind of go through Julie for half a second. And Nicole's like, I don't know. I just, I should have, I should have listened to Janelle and Kayser, blah, blah, blah. She, she knows now that Janelle and Kayser truly tried. And she kind of said that I kind of figured it out in the past couple of days. Julie kind of went in. She did. And Julie even brought up the faces of the six people that were responsible for her getting voted out. She's like, here they yeah, are. It was hard to tell them apart. And she was like, Janelle cried. <laughs> and, yeah. and then poor Nicole was like, like, started crying. And I was like, okay, Julie, it's enough. We're done. We're done here. She knows. And then she was like, I wish I could hug you, but I'm not. And I can't. <laughs> even anyway. if I could hug and you, Nicole, I, I wouldn't. I would not. Get for, out of here. For shame. For shame. We, me and Daniel theorized last night that Julie was going to throw the veto balls at her. For shame. For shame. <laughs> Stone her for on like live TV. <laughs> yeah, for 10 minutes while the crew does nothing to stop it. Well, I mean, they can't get close because you have to maintain distance. So exactly. there's no way they could help. And of course, Nicole has to wear a mask because that makes sense. Uh, I know that, that whole thing is so bizarre to me. I'm like, what are these mandates and rules they have going on in California? You don't make any sense, mm -mm. big brother. But whatever. Whatever, indeed. Uh, we've gone through the whole episode, and yeah. honestly, it's we're about we're not even at the hour mark yet. We we knew this would happen. We I, well, we said I said we beforehand, and it's like, eh, there's not gonna be a whole lot to talk about because we have nothing to catch up on the feeds with because we're caught up. Right. And I mean, you the know, fact that they're down right now. I have this weird, I really have this like strange hope. Yeah. That one of them, like too. Tyler cheated. They're gonna find a way Tyler. that Tyler cheated so they could give it to Janelle. Well, I mean, they should be looking at that. My God, they've screwed up every competition that we've had so far this season. That's actually true, though. Uh, because what kind of operation is this that they're running? It's crazy. Let's go through this. The first HOH, the Wobblies, uh, the Wobbly yeah. Stars, you could visibly well, no, see them. Start even before that. Start even before oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. The qualifier. The stupid, the stupid yeah, the maze qualifier was clearly geared for for them to have more boys in the in the finals of that contest because the boys are like here all you have to do is move this ball 2 inches girls we need you to run this 4 <laughs> miles while carrying concrete backpacks and like it's ridiculous and then you have the wobbles and it's like everyone else can't look Cody Look at all of these that are wobbling. Don't step on those now. I yeah. mean, we see you. And, and then it's like ugh, every the, single competition. Yeah, the donkey banana veto. We have Enzo apparently knocking over Keisha's thing and then him winning the veto. Accidentally. Yeah, accidentally. And then <laughs> we have uh, the next HOH, which uh, 
nothing there. <laughs> you can't make any excuses for that one. And even though Janelle was like, I didn't know if they meant like camera right or camera left when they talked about which hand it was an uncle or uncle Vito's hand or whatever, like the phone oh, was yeah. or the, whatever he was holding. Uh, but I mean, that's not really, that's just her not listening. Uh, and then next Vito, we have it very tailored to anyone who just has significant forearm strength uh, which is not Nicole <laughs> Anthony or Franny, but we don't care about her. And but it was Memphis. We saw him in his muscle denim shirt. It's true. That that denim shirt said forearms all over it. Mr. Four- uh, it actually oh. it actually was embroidered across the back. You didn't see it because he was facing the camera, but it was there. Mm. Yeah. Forearms it's Garrett. True. Yeah. <laughs> That's his new name. Forearms it- Garrett. And then we have yeah. this HOH where some people may or may not have actually gotten the scores that were listed down because of when they hit the buzzer, uh, which is probably, I, I think these scores are accurate at this point, but it's still like, it's still a thing that we have to contend a little bit. And it, it's just very much, it's already throwing me back to last year when Tommy, uh, and when he won HOH and everyone was like, the clock was going differently at a different speed for him. Oh yeah. With the boat. On yeah. wheels, yes. Yeah, and I was like, the "Stop!" It was not. <laughs> uh, but their clock did do something weird. I remember last year. I don't remember exactly what it was, but uh, I remember I had to be like, "This not. This is what happened," and I had to make like a video. Uh, which, if I have to make a video, that means it's probably too ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> Real medical nectar in chat. <laughs> Daniel still have his muscle shirt, and I love when people. Like when I know that people have been around in our chat like for years when they say stuff like that, or like when people bring up like I do not like Paul Walker or Daniel's muscle shirt or or like uh, Gen City or just all of the stuff like SpongeBob, all the stuff that's like way, way, way back for us. It's those people that I'm like, oh my god, you've been watching and everyone else, you're disgusting. (laughs) Well, you are late to the party. So Hamswash tweeted that it's most likely the safety comp since the lasers are involved and has to be done before night. So it isn't quite dark yet in California. But the safety competition is done in a room. Couldn't they just turn the lights off? Like daylight has nothing to do with it, right? They don't know how. They don't know how to turn the lights off. Like we got like, this big it's room with so many house. lights. How are we gonna turn them all off? Yeah, I don't know. There, there's something up. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Daniel's deep voice. <laughs> oh, my God. Damon and Lucas, y'all stop it. <laughs> really oh, trying. my God. They're really trying. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> but Period. Guys, I hate to break it to you, but we don't have anything else to cover. And Yeah, right. I got it. I, I've got some things I've got to do. All right. And I've got a horrible day tomorrow. Yeah. <gasps> Daniel, you have a great day tomorrow. It's Daniel, your last day. Daniel's going from one oh, horrible yeah. day to the, the next horrible day at this point. This is a horrible, my life, horrible. Yeah. Daniel's got the worst Daniel, life. that's not true. I know. You have so many wonderful things in your life. I mean, I am your best friend. What more could you want? If Groner doesn't rig this veto, I'm going to have an issue. <laughs> uh, Daniel, you didn't even acknowledge that we are best friends. It's hurtful. Anyway. Oh, we are. She worked really hard to say that, and you didn't even say anything back. Um, uh, not at all. <laughs> I didn't have to work hard at all. Daniel is my best friend. The only person in my pocket these days. Oh, my God. Janelle's in there, too. Thank you, sir. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap this up now. Uh, so. Right. Thank you guys for watching, uh, everyone that was in chat tonight. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you, Lee Hill, again for your very generous super chat. We will be yes. back to cover a little bit of live feed action, maybe tomorrow or maybe Saturday. One of those days, I would imagine. We're going to be here. Uh, it just depends on how interesting things get. <laughs> and obviously, we're going to have to cover the safety suite as well and the possible things that are going to happen with that. Uh, if you want to like this video, that would help us a ton. If you want to subscribe to the channel, that would also help us out. And I can mention uh, officially that we have hit 4,000 subscribers even. So thank you so much to everyone that has subscribed during this podcast because we weren't there at the beginning of it. Uh, so if you got us there and everyone that has got us there, 
whether it's this year, whether it's two years ago, or whether it's been ever since BB-18, if you were back in our early days, uh, thank you because you are a contributor to uh, everything that is this and everything that we can try to bring, even though we don't bring it well half the time or any of the times. Uh, <laughs> we, Best worst podcast in BB? It is true. Oh we, we, we've won that award at this point. So uh, thank you to everyone. Um, and if you want to catch us on Apple Podcasts, if you don't want to look at our faces while we do this podcast, uh, we are on every single podcast platform. But I have the link specifically to Apple in, in the description below if you want to join our Facebook group and talk Big Brother 24-7. Uh, if you don't have the live feeds or anything, or if you just want a good group to talk Big Brother with, that link is also in the description below. You can follow any of us at Twitter. I am at Spicy Barrett. Daniel's at Daniel Icon Brown. And Roxy is at Roxy underscore Hopman. <sighs> nothing else. I got nothing else to say. Um, other than I hope this week ends up better than it has began. And that's where I will leave that. I don't have any good Julie Chin saying uh, to end the show. So I'm just going to go ahead and say, blue ba doop ba doop bop ba dip beep ba bop bop. All right, bye guys. Okay. That was my golden rule quote. Bye everyone. Bye bye, bitches.